Welcome to our final episode of the Consent Event Podcast. My name is Sonia and I'm the current project coordinator for the Consent Workshops at SOAS. I'll be reflecting on this podcast, focusing on the potential risk of consent becoming a buzzword. I think this series has been valuable for lots of reasons. Primarily, I think it gives both current SOAS students and prospective students an overview of the struggles for a just and accessible complaints procedure where the burden isn't on the survivor. It shows the evident flaws in SOAS as a school that promotes itself as socially justice-oriented on the backs of the activists that are fighting for even simple things like accountability, to be heard and taken serious, as we've heard in episode 3 in an anonymous testimony, and the activists from the campaign account for this. The podcast also linked a lot of resources outside of SOAS and gave many people the opportunities to voice their concerns, to connect and to continue the conversations around consent, the lack thereof, and subsequently the struggle to seek consent within oppressive structures. For example, we heard from Ella and Nana who founded Black Fly Zine in episode 4 how they cope with this by founding a sexual health zine for people of colour. However, I want to talk a bit about the concerns of the literal word consent becoming somewhat of a buzzword. By that I mean the ways the word as a concept travels and thus changes meanings at risk of forgetting its original meaning. This isn't inherently a bad thing as that most concepts change their meaning in different times and spaces. I think that with the word consent, however, and the way it is used and repeated within SOAS in the Enough's Enough campaign, consent workshops, consent podcasts and so on, it starts to look like a trope that runs the eminent risk of losing any meaning or only gaining meaning within these sort of frameworks of things to do. It is good that the university helps financing things like mandatory consent workshops. However, we as students at SOAS cannot let management use that to rid themselves of the responsibility to take the lack of consent serious, whether it's during complaints procedures or the horrendous way it has continuously been treating its students, workers and academic staff. If the concept of consent loses meaning, it takes the form of a void that then can be filled by those in power within the institution, those who can use it comfortably without having to be reminded of its original meanings in the first place. I think that the word consent is perhaps particularly prone to such co-optation because its meanings is situated within so many different contexts. Besides sexual or romantic encounters, the act of asking whether something is okay or not is constantly ignored and is thereby creating the power structures that reinforce the context where consent is denied. In the consent workshops, we are talking about creating consent culture, which imagines ways to break the cycle through both individual acts, but more importantly, through actively shifting power dynamics. We have to remind ourselves of that task and of the continuous struggle attached to this. I think it's important we don't tell incoming students that the existence of consent workshops will automatically lead to SOAS being a safer space. Far from it. However, I hope it invites people to join the struggle in whatever capacity. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Leave feedback if you like and get in touch to learn more. Thanks for listening.